get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and it's always drink responsibly. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Before we get started, I got to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, Joe Sakinab and Sakinab.com. Go visit Sakinab.com for services, monthly updates, and contact information. Once again, visit shakinab.com, promoting leadership and scholarship. Tonight, y'all know what I'm on. I'm on my uh, Crown Royal vanilla, and I'm mixing that with my Dr. Pepper cream soda. So yeah, I'm back on it this week. Uh, if anybody knows me, knows that's my favorite combination. I've been on it for a while now. So that's my drink to go. Um, but if y'all have any suggestions what I should try, you know, comment below. You know, I'll give it a, a, a try. You know, everything. Give my honest feedback about the uh, about the particular beverage you guys want me to try. Uh, tonight is just me, uh, so we're just gonna get right into it. Uh, we gotta start off with the NFL, and we all know that the uh, NFL has been under scrutiny as of like. The last couple of weeks, you know, with everything that's been going on. But if you've been watching the games, if you're a fan like me, uh, who's a fan of, you know, the NFL, I'm just a fan of football and basketball. Those are the two sports that I watch the most. Uh, to go back, let's, I'm going to set this up. So I'm going to go back a couple of weeks. So in a couple of, uh, was it, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Tua, Miami Dolphins quarterback, uh, basically had two, Two injuries in about what a four day, four day span. Both of them were head injuries. The uh, the game, the first game, uh, he got hit, hit the back of his head, uh, got up, he shook it off, tried to you know jog back to the huddle, stumbled, and we all knew basically he had a head injury, which we all knew then at that point wasn't concussion. He went to go get checked out, and they basically said that uh, it was a back injury which we all knew that was BS. So a few days later, they played a Thursday night game. Uh, a play happened. Uh, and this play, I felt like it was to his fault, right? He held the ball too long, should have got rid of it. Nobody was open. The uh, defender got him, tackled him. He basically swung him down, right? It wasn't really – it was a – it wasn't that violent of a, a swing. It just so happens he hit his head again. And this time, you know, he really, it was really bad. It was a bad sight to see. Um, and then they went on to announce that he had a uh, concussion. 
uh, the aftermath of it, the independent neurologist got fired and everything, which I think everybody should be held accountable. Uh, the coaches, including the head coach, uh, the medical staff, the Dolphins organization, and Tua himself should have been held accountable. Now let's uh, fast forward to uh, the games that took place. There were some questionable calls, and this is where me as a football fan who loves football, right, grew up watching football, and I remember how the, the defense could play defense, right? There's so many rules now to protect the quarterback. It's ridiculous. You might as well put a red shirt on the quarterback and basically say, if you get within two yards of him, we're going to call it a sack. That's BS, right? I just feel like the NFL and their committee going to have to treat the quarterback like it's another football player on the field. I'm going to give you uh, some examples what happened this past uh, Sunday and Monday. Okay. So the one everybody talked about was the uh, Tom Brady sack, right? Which was called um, roughing the passer. Okay. So the Buccaneers was playing the Falcons. You know, the Buccaneers was beating up on the Falcons, right? Beating them up and everything. And what happened in the fourth quarter, remember, the Buccaneers was up big. What happened in the fourth quarter, the Falcons uh, came coming back. Oh, they turned the entire game around in the fourth quarter. And you remember, this is really for the division lead in a sense, right? So it was, I, I consider crunch time. This is crunch time right now, okay? Third down, the Falcons know they get a stop. They get off the field. They can give their offense a chance because they everybody was both sides of the ball, the offense and the defense. They were, they were rolling. They know, the defense know for the Falcons, if they get a stop, They'll give their offense a chance to take the lead, right? Not saying that necessarily they would have won, but give them an opportunity to uh, bring the game home, right? So I forgot the defender's name. I'm, I apologize. But the defender, you know, got to Tom Brady. Tom Brady was trying to scramble and – he wrapped up Brady. No, he wrapped, rolled. Tom Brady rolled on top of him. Didn't hit the head. Didn't hit the shoulder. It was text birth, uh, a textbook perfect tackle on a quarterback. Because we all know the quarterbacks, they don't get touched. Can't hit them high. Can't hit them low. Which I think the quarterback position is a pussy position, if you ask me. I think you might as well just put, you know, like I said, put put a, a red vest over him and say, don't touch me. The referee didn't even throw a flag. Didn't even throw a flag. After the play was over, he threw the flag saying, this is roughing the passer. It was a BS call. And, I, and before I go further, I got to say this about Tom Brady. Tom Brady has benefited 
his career has benefited from the calls of the refs. The whole, if you know any, anything about Tom Brady's career, and I know some of y'all might kill me in the comments below, I don't care. We all know his legendary career started with a blown call against the Raiders, against the Raiders in the playoffs, which Charles Woodson, it was him, came and got him. It was a, a, a fumble, clearly showed it was a fumble. And the referees basically said, oh, well, his arm was coming forward, so therefore it was a pass made it incomplete, which became known as the tuck rule. Let me take another drink because I'm about to go in right now. So he, he has benefited, right? The tuck rule. Uh, also another rule change he was a part of. You can't hit the quarterback at the knees if they're in the pocket. I kind of agree with that rule. I don't think anybody should go after the knees of any player. You know, so that I kind of agree with that, but he was a part of that rule. Also, you know, you had the deflate gate and all this other stuff. Uh, so he, he's benefited with so many calls, right, throughout his career. This one, he benefited so much because this call could potentially alter the course for the Buccaneers and the Falcons in two different directions, right? And Everybody who's seen that play knows for a fact that that was a blown call. That was a blown call. And the fact that he was lobbying for a call goes to show me that are quarterbacks real football players? Are they? Or they just like to complain because they're a quarterback and they feel like they're more special than anybody else. This is football. It's a grown man sport. If you're going to play a grown man sport, you have to understand the risk that comes with it. And I think the NFL needs to go back and really change the rules because I, first off, let's get one thing straight. I don't care if you are a quarterback. I don't think you should pay a player based on position. I think you should pay a player based on talent. If the most talented person on your team is a defensive end, he should be your highest paid player. If it's a safety, highest paid player. Linebacker, highest paid player. I don't care if it's the center, highest paid player. That's the way I see it. So NFL need to get it right. Also, too, you have offensive linemen to protect you. So you went... First off, you're getting protection from your offensive linemen, which they failed, by the way. And secondly, you were looking for protection from the refs. This is what you call quarterback privilege. That's what this is all about, quarterback privilege. Now, this is not the most, you know, the, the worst call ever made. If you know anything about football, you know, in recent, uh, recent history, we all know about the Rams and the Saints game that that miss pass interference in the conference championship that you no know, led to the Rams going to the 
Super Bowl, which they lost that Super Bowl. But still, we all knew clearly that was a pass interference from a mile away, and the referee didn't throw a flag. It was crazy. But benefited from that call. So the, the NFL, I hate to say it, why is it that quarterbacks get special treatment, but yet you have a receiver? In certain instances, you're protecting receiver, right? If they're, you know, defenseless, I'm all for that, right? But even when you go hit them, you could sling them down, no, really no flag, right? A running back, same way. You could tackle them. You could put all your weight on them, which you can't do to a quarterback because a quarterback is soft in the NFL. Yes, I called y'all soft. That's the way I look at it, right? You know, and I'm saying that it makes me mad, right, for the defensive players. What can they do? The NFL to me is destroying the livelihood of a defensive player because they gotta they gotta uh, produce as well. And if the rules is preventing them from producing, why would you even play tackle football? Make it two hand touch, make it flag football for all I care. You know, let let these men play a man's sport. Stop Stop trying to baby these quarterbacks. Why? Because they get paid? You know how many other players on that team get paid? What'd that mean? Nobody cares about that. They got on a helmet and pads. If they don't want to get hit, go find another profession. Now, the other incident happened was the uh, Chiefs and Raiders game Monday night. No, was it? Was it Monday night? Yeah, I think it was Monday night. And uh, the rule, first off, the quarterback, Derek Carr, he really got, it was a sack fumble, right? Clearly the defender came up from out, chasing him down, did what any defender is supposed to do when you're um, chasing down the runner. You go from behind trying to, you know, strip the ball, which he did. Stripped the ball, came out, his his um, momentum, everything, you know, was going forward. He was falling down uh, with the quarterback, landing on top of the quarterback, had the ball in his hands, and they blew a dead, call it roughing the passer. All because one guy, and I'm going to call him out. I'm going to say this is all Tua's fault, too. I'm going to call him out. I don't care how y'all feel about this. All because one guy who, and I'm going to blame his team, they didn't save him from himself knowing the fact that he had a concussion on Sunday. And the way he fell the way he fell in protecting these quarterbacks, because like all my guys say, a quarterback, don't touch me. Uh, I'm too delicate. I'm too sensitive. Come on, man. They're playing football. 
Let these men play football. Let these men go out there and provide for their families. If you don't want the quarterback to get touched, this is what you do. You pay top-notch for your offensive lineman. You get that ball out quickly. And you have a top-notch running back. If you don't want your quarterback to get hit, you better have a top-notch running back and the best offensive lineman in all of football. That's the only way that's going to happen. That's why you have a lineman to protect the quarterback, to block the quarterback. But sometimes it happens. Schemes happen. And at times, a quarterback has to know, hey, look, he coming. Let me get down. I won't get touched. But if you're trying to run away from the defender, a defender has every right to bring you down. He's not, he's not going after your knees. He's not, he's not uh, grabbing you, picking you up, throwing you down. No. Man, I swear, man, these rules today make this league a soft-ass league. That's I said it. And anybody who disagree, I don't care. Because too many times we see blown calls by the refs. And here's the one thing I appreciate about college football, right? With certain rules, right? Let's just say the targeting rule, which is, you know, a big uh, deal in any sport, right? When, they're, when they throw a flag for targeting, at least what they go do is go to the replay just to confirm whether it was a targeting or not. A lot of times it's, it stands as a targeting and a lot of times it's reverse, right? Because of the speed of the game, sometimes it happens so quick, you don't know. So just to be sure and not disqualify a particular player, they'll go check the replay. I personally think when it comes to the uh, hit of the quarterback, go check the replay. If you believe it's a flag, throw the flag, then go check the replay. Or have an have a official up top to say, yes, that's a legal play. No, that's not a legal play. How hard is it to have an extra set of eyes on the field to correct the mistakes done by these reps on the field? I'm telling you right now, man, as a Steelers fan, I, I, I call it the way I see it. The Falcons got screwed. Not the, they got screwed of an opportunity, right? The, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs won their game, but a blown call possibly could have turned everything around. Like I said, the referees, a lot of people don't know, the referees have so much impact on the game and how they call it. It's, it's kind of like ridiculous, right? And the fact that a quarterback who could freely do whatever they want because they know they can't get touched, they could run out the pocket. Oh, my gosh, he's sliding. He's giving himself up. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want your quarterback to get hit, Get the ball out quick or run the ball or have max protection. 
because it's stupid out here, man. It's really stupid. I'm tired of seeing uh, the game that I grew up watching, even though we all know what it is. They want to see high scores. But I'm going to tell you what else they want to see as well. Big hits. And here's another thing. You can't even hit the quarterback hard. So you mean to tell me a man who has the football, who is a grown man, by the way, ain't no little kid. He's a grown man. You can't uh, stick and drive through him like they they used to teach. You got to move your weight over so you don't crush his little body. All of that nonsense. And then, hold up. And then we all know you're trying to get the casual fan. Let me tell you something about football fans, right? It ain't, it ain't like basketball, where basketball, you can have like a casual fan. And, of course, you're going to have a lot of hardcore fans, right? When it comes to football, whether it's on the college level, pro level, or even on the high school level, they are diehard fans. They cheer for their team. You think they want to see you no know, BS calls? Even though you might cheer that your team might got the call, you would admit like, man, that was a – I'm going to be honest with you, that was, that was a bad call. That was a clean tackle because if that would have happened to us, they'd be like, man, why did they call that on us? That was a clean tackle. NFL got to do better. I'm telling y'all right now, NFL, y'all got to do better. Stop, stop treating these quarterbacks like prima donnas. Just because the quarterback don't mean you should get paid the most. The quarterbacks are not the best players on the team, not on every team. Okay? So let's stop the BS. If that's the case, if your if your quarterback wants to be protected, tell him to give up some of that money and pay his offensive line. Get better offensive linemen. I get I guarantee you he gonna if he don't want to do that, he gets everything that's coming to him. Because you can't blame them, blame you for being greedy. Something like that just makes me mad, man. When you see when you're a sports fan, you see blown calls on purpose. You're like, come on, man. That's let that go, man. That's that's BS. Let it go. I, I don't know what else to say about the NFL. I don't know what's what else to say about it. Um, this is the second week that they have had some type of controversy, right? And I think the NFL needs to. They, they need to really reevaluate themselves, reevaluate yourself, the rules and everything, and make sure you get the calls right. And, and don't take away opportunities from a team that, you know, they, they were going and you have referees that could literally stop your momentum. And we saw that on Sunday. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, before we get uh, going any further, uh, just want to let y'all know: new episodes every Friday. Catching on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever you listen to podcasts. Also, too, man, y'all make sure y'all please like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast right here on YouTube. Um, also, you can follow again, follow Drinking After Dark podcast Facebook. Instagram, TikTok. Please tell your friends or family about this. Um, growing, you know, this 
I, I'm really, um, I'm really enjoying myself and I'm really enjoying myself. Um, I'm planning on some new things uh, to do uh, with this. So uh, continue to support, man, show your love and support. Um, I really appreciate you guys. You know, I can't do this without you and with all the guests and everything like that. I appreciate you as well. Also too, man, I gotta give a, a special shout out to my sister, Danielle. It's her birthday, my big sister. So uh, shout out to you, uh, to, you know, she's getting old, even though we're like 16 months apart, but this is my big sister. I love you. You know, I hope you, uh, you know, living it up on your birthday. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving my sister a shout out, you know, happy birthday, sis. Also too, man, um, no, there's a lot of things I could talk about, but I think it's just, uh, I think it's just not really worth it. You know, I know a lot of people go on there, they talk about, you know, the whole Kanye situation and all of that. Listen, man, I want to be honest with you. I don't know if that's really Kanye or not. That's all. I'm, I don't know if that's really him or not. Like you could see the person on the outside. But if you really look into their eyes, is that really them? Don't know. Have no idea. Maybe I'll bring that up on another topic. Well, on another episode with um, some guests. So, uh, so yeah, y'all just stay tuned in that. I probably, like I said, I'll probably bring that up on another episode. You know, get some... Uh, some different opinions about it as well. Uh, also too, man, listen, I gotta say this. I'm really, really happy that I've started this podcast. I'm really, because uh, at first, you know, I've been talking about it for a long time and when I finally got started over a year ago, what was it? Was it almost a year and a half ago? Almost a year and a half ago. I didn't think I would you know, continue to do this, but this is, you know, continue to go forward. This is episode 69. 69. Uh, so I'm just staying consistent, uh, just trying to bring you uh, guys, uh, you know, just something different, you know, something that we don't talk like on an everyday, like on an every episode like when it comes to relationships or just sports or whatever, I like to bring something different every episode. Um, so thank you very much for tuning in, listening to the podcast. Uh, but I'm, I'm really enjoying myself. So thank you. Whew. I hope you guys are ready for Halloween. I know I am. Uh, once again, y'all stay safe. Y'all tune in, please tune in next Friday. Uh, new episodes, you know, coming out, giving y'all something new, continue to support, continue to show your love, tell your friends and family about it until next time. This is your boy, Darius from drinking after dark podcast, and I'm out. Peace. Gotta get to the money. Yeah. Gotta get to the money. Uh huh.
know that I'm on it. So you know that I'm on it. Gotta make sure that my family's Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.